This week on Inside Motorsport, we catch up with young driver Emily Duggan. I hope you'll stay with us. Emily Duggan joins us here. And Emily, whilst we see a lot of female racing drivers now coming up through the karting ranks and trying to make their way into motorsport, you've come to motorsport in a very different path. Yeah, I didn't get to start in go-karts like everyone else. Um, I've kind of had to, to make my own way through motorsport, so I did a bit of research, started working, uh, saved up some money and bought an Excel and started racing. Why did it take you so long to get there? Um, so my interest in motorsport, I'm a very competitive person, so I love the competitive competitiveness of the sport. Um, and secondly, it's the car control, you know, being able to drive a car to its limit consistently, consistently lap after lap is, um, is what really kind of gets me and, and what's my passion. Starting it a little bit later, unfortunately my family just wasn't into motorsport, so I never got that opportunity. So what's your first memory of motor racing? And I think it was just when, when I was younger, um, getting my licence. That was the number one thing. That was the only reason why I wanted to, to grow up and to get older, was to, was to get my learners and start driving. And then from a motorsport side of things, because I loved driving so much and I had so much of a passion for it and being you know competitive nature, it wasn't until that I bought everything. I bought the car, um, I bought the ute, I bought the trailer and towed it to the racetrack by myself. And it was actually on the track that that's probably my first memory of motorsport and it blew me away. I just loved it even more. So what was it like to get to the racetrack the first time to uh, unload the car and realise you were going to go into a race? It's a feeling of, I guess, the unknown. I didn't really know. Uh, there was something always inside that said, you know, you love this, so you can do this. Um, not having a lot of support from other people was um, something that, you know, you just kind of don't think of and you just go out there and you just do it. Once I was on the track, it was love at first sight, I guess. It's, you just couldn't take me away. And even now, you know, if I'm not racing, you'll still see me at a racetrack. So what sports did you do growing up that fueled your competitive nature? Oh, well, I grew up with uh, three sisters. So there was always, you know, competing with my sisters, you know, whatever it was. I did netball, basketball, AFL. So it was those things that, you know, when you start winning and your team starts winning, it's that, you know, feeling that you kind of get that you want um, all the time and you want to continue doing. So I guess that that's where the competitiveness comes from. You're out on the track racing, you're in complete control. How did you put people around you to be able to help you build the car, maintain the car? Um, so going, going into motorsport, um, I didn't know anyone that was in motorsport or knew anything about cars. I met a friend and he you know, helped me through it. Um, he came to the racetrack and he just helped with everything. He had a little bit of car experience, so he's kind of gone into, um, gone into you know, full helping mode and he's now my race engineer, so it's, um, it's perfect to kind of you know, build up that team and that build, people that support you and give you that confidence to, to go out on the racetrack and do what I do. What is the journey you're trying to take yourself on? What do you want to obtain in your racing career? So I definitely you know, want to obtain more wins. Um, I want a lap record as well. Where I definitely see myself going and, and the journey that I kind of want to, the end journey of where I want to be is uh, as a full-time driver, whether that be um, in V8 supercars, whether that be in um, you know, the Porsches or the GTs. It's just the, um, you know, the motorsport industry, it's, it's a journey and it's always going to change, but that end goal, um, no matter what category it is, it's always just to be a, a full-time driver. 
So how are you positioning yourself? How, have you, how do you position yourself into a career path like this? It's all about um, you know, marketing yourself and then also meeting people, keeping sure that connections are always open um, and then you're mingling with the right people as well. So I'm fortunate enough to, to be at a racetrack and have Lachlan as my PR um, manager to help introduce me to, to other people, which is really good because it's the foundations that you can kind of build to, uh, to help you progress. And have you got a two, three year plan mapped out already? Yeah, definitely. Um, so for the V8s, what I would really love to do is, is have this year and next year in the Kumo series. You know, I speak about foundation again. It's about, you know, getting the foundations of in the car. That's what I really need. It's, it's bum in seat time, I guess. And then after that, it'd be probably two or three years in the Dunlop series. And then from there, it depends on my progression and my speed on the track going up to possibly V8 main game. Now, you had the year in the XL series. And then the beginning of this year, you put a deal together for the Kumo series. Can you talk about how big a jump that is from the state level to what is a national series in the Kumos? Yeah, it's a huge jump. Um, Not only are the cars uh, completely worlds apart, but it's also the atmosphere at the track. Grassroots motorsport is very, you know, family orientated. Everyone kind of tells you their um, their little hints and tricks and secrets, I guess. But, um, you know, at a more competitive level, it's, um, it's a little bit more closed doors. But you get to talk to some of the drivers. They'll give you a few little tips, but as soon as you're up there with them then it's doors shut so it's it's just a good experience to have and you know to continue kind of progressing and learning on along the way that's the uh, the main focus and goal was driving the kumo car as daunting as getting in the xl the very first time to be honest no this might sound corny but jumping into the v8 supercar it's it felt at home. It felt that's where I was supposed to be at that time. Um, when I jump into the XL, I do get a little bit nervous, to be honest. So it's it's interesting to feel nervous in, in one car that's only got, I think it's 78 horsepowers and feeling right at home in a, a 600 horsepower V8 supercar. But yeah, I'm just really glad that uh, I got that opportunity and now I've got that thirst and hunger for more. So what do you need to be able to make the transition to a full-time Kumo driver? in that short-term plan? The short-term plan is definitely, um, you know, it's more development as a driver. You know, I need to learn more about the cars, you know, race race style and then also, you know, off the track as well. Funding is a huge part of it as well. So, you know, it's kind of putting all those little steps together or those little one percenters to get me to where I want to be. Obviously, the social media presence and all those types of marketing angles have to be exploited then. How do you go about that? Yeah, definitely. Social media in this day and age is huge. Um, you know, if you're not on social media, if it didn't happen on Facebook, it didn't happen, right? <laughs> um, it's Social media is a huge part of it, so it's just making sure that there's quality content, there's good content, and I'm actually able to represent my sponsors in a positive and attractive light as well. Obviously, you've got some support now. How are they able to leverage other opportunities for you? Yeah, so I've got the support of uh, caradvice.com and then also Penrite. Um, Penrite are obviously tied in with Erebus, so I'm able to, to talk to a few key people there and keeping um, that relationship open. Um, and it's, it's great to kind of, you know, just be out there and enjoying the, um, the, the different opportunities that may arise. We talk about you being a female racer, but really, do you feel any different to any of the other drivers? Or I guess you don't know how they feel, but <laughs> do you appear to have the same... Uh, same desires, same interests as everyone else who's on the grid with you? 
Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I don't see myself as, as anyone different. I'm a driver at the end of the day. There's no rules in motorsport that says, you know, females or males can't or, or can compete. So no, I'm, I'm just like anyone else out there, really. It's, you know, we're all wanting to win. We're all wanting to develop ourselves. We're all wanting to make sure that we can get every single part of, uh, of speed out of the car. So yeah, we're all just doing the same thing and, and focusing on that one goal, I guess. Have you got yourself a, a driving mentor or a mentor in one of the main game cars in the V8 Supercar Series or are you still sort of learning and meeting all these people for the first time? Yeah, still learning and meeting all those people. Um, I've got a few contacts um, that kind of, you know, help me through, um, you know, race craft and speed and stuff like that um, and it's great to not only have those contacts in V8 Supercar but then also you know in other levels of motorsport as well from guys that um, has driven you know anything from um, from a Nissan Pulsar up to a, um, a Formula V or something like that so it's great to just kind of get that uh, that wide range of variety and information. Is there a driver you like to watch? Is there someone that you look at and go do you like to be able to do what they do? Yeah definitely um, David Reynolds, um, he's also supported by Penwright. He, um, you know, the way that he kind of approaches his driving, um, is, I've got a real respect for him in, in that sense. Um, he goes out on the track and and does what he does and, you know, gets the car to perform perfectly and then off the track he's, you know, still a fun-loving guy as well. So I like that, um, you know, he, he's kind of got those two sides to him, I guess. Well, Emily, it's been a pleasure chatting with you and uh, we wish you all the best for what is going to be a very interesting conclusion to this season in the XL Series. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.